Okay, here we go. This is my day 17 on the Camino. And I'm following BK Lee, who's on his day four. You get all his videos on YouTube, BK Lee Camino to Santiago playlist. He's from Korea. He did Camino in 20... Oh, 19 and I did it 2018, something like that. Let's not get hung up on details. So I'm redoing it 2021 on my treadmill in my house in Galway. Just to recap there for anyone who's just joining. Uh, I realize I really have to do this every day or it will drag on too long. It's only an hour a day compared to, you know, six hours or eight hours on the actual Camino. So it's not too hard. Um, not sure what to talk about today. I have a list of things. I usually go off on tangents. I usually, just moving the mic a bit. I usually um, just talk about things that I think are funny. Don't know if anyone else does. Um, Yesterday evening, I got a text from a colleague to let me know that two colleagues of mine, two sisters who work together, who would be uh, extremely popular in the company, their father passed away suddenly yesterday on his birthday. So um, I just hope they're doing well. Of course they're not doing well. I just um, send out some thoughts and prayers to them and uh, I mean as we know death is an everyday occurrence but when it happens to close to home or to friends of yours I didn't know their father but of course I like these two women as there were a lot of my colleagues and uh, it's uh, I think during COVID when someone dies, you know, from something else, apparently it was sudden, not related to COVID. Um, that's, it's like when your parents are getting to a certain age, most of us, that's what we were worried about, get them through COVID. Vaccines are on the way or they're, my parents have already been, got the first vaccination. So you're almost totally focused on that. And of course, all sorts of other things happen too. Uh, I've no time for the vaccine hoaxer, the anti-vaxxers. The COVID is a hoax thing. I mean, they're getting all their information from very specific sources. The way you know if you're reading propaganda is if everything you're reading agrees with your worldview. And despite what people say, a lot of the mainstream media has contradictory points of view, views. And, uh, but anyway, let's not get into that. If people feel powerful by, you know, being in on the whole anti-vaxxer thing, then um, good luck to them. I guess we all struggle to feel worthy or whatever in life. If that's what does it for you, you'll alienate a lot of people, but you'll also become part of a little niche club you probably wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for vaccines. And um, also, you might think you're unique, but these little clubs of 
Cons conspiracy theorists have been around for a long time. They come and go, and uh, with the times, and uh, probably more of them now due to social media, and also partly due to the extra strong weed that I hear is in circulation these days. The fatal combination. Anyway, I'm starting off on a bit of a moan, and I really don't want to get into politics. I don't even know why I'm talking about anti-vaxxers because my friends whose father died have nothing to do with that. I think it's like when my friend died, who did die from COVID, though it just made me... Buen Camino. They're Americans, I think. Uh-huh. Um, made me a bit more impatient, though, with these conspiracy theorists, one of whom was telling me who met on Tinder was saying she uh, she said I don't want to put my life on hold. Well, lots of people's lives are permanently on hold from dying from this so-called made-up um, illness. And they uh, people who quote all this nonsense to you, they're not well-read. They don't quote it within and give you context. They just say, no, this is the way it is and everything in mainstream media is lies. And uh, that's what they want to believe. So, they feel powerful. Okay, James, enough. God bless to everyone who's lost anyone in recent times. And it also made me focus, though, last night. Here, here's the thing. When I hear somebody died, not someone I knew, but I know, you know, their daughters, his daughters. It makes me sad on their behalf for his family. And it also makes me realize life is short. He was only 21 years older than me. And it was his birthday, which was sad too. I don't want to say more actually. I certainly don't want to identify people. That's not what I'm here for. Um, but it, it did make me think as well as being sad, life is short. And I wrote 300 words or so for my book, which probably weren't great, but I just realized at the start of COVID lockdown, I realized if I were to, you know, die shortly, what would my regret be? Not, my regret would be not finishing, you know, at least one draft, no more, doing a proper first draft and a few more drafts, making a proper go of writing a book and hopefully getting it published. And uh, I'm doing that. I, I, I get in my own way. I get tired. Sometimes, you know, when I've got the day job, plus now I've added the Camino to it, plus uh, insomnia, which is caused partly by medication I'm on, not helped by caffeine, by coffee, which I try to keep to a minimum. Um, what am I saying? I can get in my own way. And then I realized, like just last night, just it's what most people say just chip away at it. Just get the words down. You can make it better next time. But I'm at a point where I normally get stuck. So, but I have a deadline now uh, that I extended for a week. So this Sunday, I have to have something in. I'll probably get close to 5,000 words in. But 
There won't be 5,000 edited words. My ideal is write seven, edit down to five, but it's fine. Let's face it, it's a pretty small problem in the bigger scheme of things. But it's good when you're alive to do what you want to do. I am enjoying doing this Camino and sharing my thoughts, sort of speaking them into the ether. Really not getting much traction at all. Not, not that surprising. Who knows, over time it might reach some people who like it. And uh, it feels good for me. I think it's just getting my thoughts and ideas and my silly jokes out there. My thoughts about, you know, what was I on about the other day? Suing Elvis Presley, suing me for slander because I was slandering his name all over the place. Yeah, I'm really going to get the young folk with my Elvis references, right? I don't care what kind of folk I get. Um, BK's walking away there. You can hear the sticks clicking away on the road. I love that sound. We're in a kind of flat area with this sort of, would you call it a meadow? I don't know, on the right, a field. Some trees to the left. People in front of him, people behind him. Voices creeping through to me. I think I'm pretty sure there's some American voices in there. Most of the Americans I met, just gonna move this mic again. Most of, that's better now. Most of the Americans I met on the Camino were from the Pacific Northwest. I said that before. And I think maybe some Canadians from British Columbia. Yes, one or two, including Rita from, um, what's that place in British Columbia? I used to live in Vancouver, Kamloops or something, who was originally from the prairies, which I kind of guessed because she had that friendly prairie vibe about her, which is definitely different to a BC vibe. Not a, not been mean, I'm just, that's, culturally, that's a thing. BC, British Columbians, more reserved than people from the prairies. And uh, that's a fact that I seem to observe. And she concurred. <laughs> but we're not here to, to uh, call people names. It's not like I'm Mr happy, friendly, nice guy all the time. Nah. Sometimes I appear to be, but then, who knows? You don't know what goes on in my head. I have lots of petty, mean thoughts, but not all the time. Okay, what are these guys talking about? Buen Camino. Talking about Germany, about some guy from Germany. But BK ain't hanging around, he's moving on. I like your style, BK. In fact, I love my pace. Oh, and yet again, I'm not carrying my phone. This is the daily drama where I'm not carrying my phone, which counts my steps. I do have a smartwatch that I'm not wearing. It doesn't count well anyway. And I don't know, I think so. I'm cycling when I'm walking. Uh, Actually, 
No, it works in the treadmill, but it under counts. As I say, the treadmill counts for me anyway. You know, I've given up. No, I'm just trying to get the hard points for Google Fit so they think I'm healthy. So that when the health insurers get my info, they'll go, hey, look at this guy. He doesn't hang about. He doesn't hang about. The Canadian health insurers. Um, yeah, enough about the Pacific Northwest. Back to the west of Ireland. That's where I am right now. Got my sad lamp on. Um, you can see at the back, the uh, evening is creeping in. It wasn't out today, but I think it was kind of cold today and yesterday. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to be a little flat today. Kelsey Breeze, flatter than usual. I used up all my hilarity in the last few days. Going to have to refill. Uh, I could look at my notes. I'll hold off on that for the moment. Let's see what comes. I mean, I know that at the top of my notes, happy, clappy atheist is still there. Haven't done any research on it since, but <laughs> it's just, every time I see that, it amuses me, the idea. I'm not saying, given the preponderance of atheists these days, I mean, if they were all happy, clappy, that would be... Oh, Bit much, bit hard to handle. Um, I don't know why it's top of my list. I've nothing to say about it, other than, yeah, if I found a group of happy, clappy atheists, I would definitely record the sound of them and play it back to you. Say, so, no, I found them. I'm not so happy clapping myself. I'm a lot, lot happier than I used to be, though. Partly due to medication. Partly due to just chilling out a bit. Not as driven as I was. Still a little bit driven. I mean, if I didn't want to do this Camino on a treadmill, if I didn't want to write my book, then I could be just, you know, I could just work, watch TV, read books, enjoy life participate in life without trying to contribute something epic which I think is that's at the core of my drive you know just need to prove myself you could analyze why that is it's, it's not as overriding a feeling as it used to be but it's still there I think it's okay it's a bit of ambition but I think through the writing or through even this, I'm trying to connect, make some sense out of life and maybe communicate in some way with anyone who's willing to listen. So I could have done this for charity and I'm not into asking people for money really though for charity and I could have put a deadline on it. The only deadline I have, though, I realize, yeah, is to really try and do it every day. Don't drag it out for my sake as much as anything else. I'm getting um, automated transcripts made up of this. 
I could see it as something I look back on and make a little book out of. A fun book, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I will write more of my novel tonight. I'm just gonna stop being so precious. I'm kind of stuck in this bit in Galway involving drink and drugs. A bit that I thought would be hilarious, and now I'm struggling to get through it, but it's really because the character has lost impetus, and I'm just not quite sure what it's all about. The book and life, <laughs> but that's okay. I won't bore you talking anymore about that. Um, okay, I better look at my notes, just get some water first. I'm about 17 minutes in. It's not bad. Got a big shed on the right. It looks like a sort of agricultural shed, maybe a cattle shed or something. Not sure. Um, got an email to say my phone bill is in. It's cheap, because I switched. Got this cheap plan. That's all I'll say about that. Other plans are available. Uh, let's have a look here at my notes. <sighs> Camino topics. Happy Clappy Atheists. Noom. Oh, yeah. Aliens listening to my podcast. Okay. Crosswords versus heroin. <laughs> slash drugstore cowboy. Slash the art of loving. Slash man's search for meaning. Wow, I crammed a lot into that bullet point. Z versus Z. Ah, uh -huh, yes. Um, Noom. So I've been watching a lot of CNN lately, or more accurately, listening to a lot. I stream it on my phone at nights and hear all these ads. Aside from all the ads for medications with about a million side effects, including fatal side effects, uh, there is. Um, Quite a few ads for getting meals delivered to you. We have a bit of that in Ireland now. I did it for a short while. I, I got the one where you have to, you get the ingredients, the recipes. Yeah, it was good. Got me cooking nice things for a while. Might do it again, but it's a little pricey. And I guess wasteful, really. Wasteful in terms of Transport, but not in terms of ingredients, because you get exactly what you need. But the other thing I hear on CNN is ads for diet plans. Uh, let's see, I'll put my speed up. I'll put my speed up, where is it? Four point, I'll go to 4.6. That should get the hard points going on my phone. Um, Going through a small town here. Sleepy, a lot of sleepy towns on the route. Well, I say sleepy, it's probably early. I'm trying to get my bearings. He's going between Alto del Perdón and Uterga. And uh, there's a green on the right and houses on each side. And uh, not much um, trees and things. Not much else to say about that. 
just wondering where we are in relation to Los Arcos, I think it's called. From Los Arcos to Logroño, that's where I met the famous Julia. Then I walked 45 kilometers trying to catch up with her again. Uh, I can't think of anything else too exciting between now and there, then. I don't recognize this place at all. Or do I? Something will come up. He's stopping at a vending machine. Don't blame him. Might have a drink of water myself. I think he's counting his coins. That's the dramatic moment of the day. Does he have enough coins to get himself a soft drink? Oh, he's gone to another machine. There's two machines. One is Coca-Cola and whatever related brands. The other is, what is it? I can't read it. He's walking away, he's walking away. Repeat, he's walking away. He didn't purchase anything. I think he must have just stopped to get his bearings. Okay. Um, so yeah, the diet ads, the ones I hear are for Noom, uh, Jenny, Claire, and some other one. There's ones where they send you meals but the diet ads nowadays, they just seem to be focused on, hey, you can eat a load of stuff. And, like the Noom ad, they've got a guy in the Noom commercial saying, hey, uh, hold on a sec, I do recognize this town, do I? Is this the town where I met a guy called Andrew, English guy who lives in Helsinki? No, maybe not. This is a kind of agricultural looking area. But a lot of, well, terraced houses on the left and then on the right some agricultural sheds and things. It kind of reminds me of some of those towns in Ireland that you would have passed. Oh, here's some water. Oh. Yes, a well with water. Okay. The, uh, there is a, a dissolve there and we've, we're still in, I think. It's that town, though. There was an edit. It says, Uterga to Prenta La Reina. I was saying it reminds me when I used to drive from Dublin to Galway or get the bus before the motorway and you go through all these towns. And there were towns like Horsleap, Rochford Bridge, various towns. It reminds me of one of those kind of rural, kind of well, mainly rural, but with a few shops. A mechanic, there was always, there was a mechanic in one of those towns who helped me out. Each, there was one in every one of them. I don't know if there still is. And now it's just motorways and numbers and exits and junctions. There's a part of me that likes that for some reason. The part of me that imagines my life as a, a science fiction movie. Yeah, that part of me. Um, I think I talked before about staying in 
one of those small Japanese-style hotels in Gatwick Airport and buying food from... Everything was within the terminal, the, airport, the hotel and the Marks and Spencers, buying food from a, you know, an automated thing where you don't have to talk to anyone. And I just, I don't think I had to talk to anyone to check into the hotel either. So felt like in my head, I was like in Blade Runner or something. I'm, my imagination takes flight pretty easy, easily. Doesn't take much. I've got an aerodynamic imagination, you might say. I just did say. So, yeah, I'm getting a vague feeling of this place, but it just feels like further on than I should be. As I said, I could do my research in between walks, but that'd be too sensible. Anyway, there's walkers ahead, so he's going the right way. Also, the sun is in front of him. So, yeah, he's, uh, I'm not good at judging the sun, but I know it starts behind you, comes around to the left. By the afternoon, it's on the Camino, it gets in front of you. Never really to your right. I guess if you walked a long day, like the day I walked 45 kilometers, it must have been getting around to my right by the end. Although if you're walking west, you see, I don't get that. You're walking west, and, it's set, and the sun sets in the west. But, and it rises in the east, and it comes around, you know, if you're walking west, it starts behind you, comes to your left, which is, oh God, uh, south. It comes around by the south. Isn't it? Yeah. And then sets in the east. So, does that mean it's never in the north? At least in the northern hemisphere. I know I used to live, when I lived in Vancouver, I had a north-facing apartment facing out to north Vancouver. And uh, I was in the... Uh, Robson, Denman, that kind of area, um, near the West End. Uh, nice part of Vancouver. Looking over, I could see seaplanes landing, and then behind that, I could see North Vancouver. So, yeah, in the summer, north facing was good. I didn't get lots of sun. The people in the south facing apartments always looked a bit more jaded in the summer. There was a couple in a south-facing apartment on my floor who were always shouting, arguing. They got kicked out in the end while well, he was doing all the shouting. Well, maybe they both were. It, it wasn't in English. And I don't know what they were shouting about. I don't, in fairness, I don't think it was like a domestic violence incident, you know. But mind you, shouting is aggressive. It's, you might say it's not as bad as hitting, but it's... But no, it, it seemed like just arguments that flared up between both of them. That's my memory of it. If I thought it was more than that, I would have reported them. But, I mean, someone did. They got 
take out the boot in the end. So, um, so how come the sun? I've thought about this before. You see, I'm really not. I'm showing up my lack of intelligence here. And I'm too tired now to picture it like the earth rotating. Why is it never in the north the sun? I know this. Thousands of my listeners are thinking, God, that's so easy. Anyway, onwards, we're outside the town. And we are the agricultural kind of town, and we are back just the countryside. Gravel road. A sun high in front of him. Yeah, that's when you need your sunglasses. A little bit of cloud, but nice bit. Of, not too much, but a little bit. So, uh, let's get the fan going here. And, uh, I think I'm gonna have to strip down. Steady now. Steady now, ladies. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a routine, comic routine by Dimitri Martin. I love that comedian. But he said, you know, if you put the word, if you end a sentence with the word ladies, you automatically sound sleazy, no matter what the sentence. It's like, help, I'm trapped in a well, ladies, or I've just been nominated for a Nobel Prize, ladies, he does it better than me, yeah, he's great, I love his routine, also, uh, he learned a few things from him, learned to stop ending my sentences with ladies, so that was good. Um, the road is getting narrow now. Narrow little laneway, country lane. In Ireland, we would call this a boring, which comes from boher is road, boring, boring as we say it. So the English version of it is small road, boring, we say. I guess in Irish, it's literally boring. You add in, I father end to the end of a word, it's small. Like in, somehow I know that in Serbo-Croat, means makes it small, and slon is elephant. Slon is small elephant, slon So when I lived in Russia, my Serbo-Croat friends were amused to hear that slon is the Irish for cheers or to your health, which is, to them sounds like small elephant. And um, in, in Serbo Croat, it's Zhiguli, isn't it? Which I think there's a Russian car called Zhiguli, but probably not. There's a Lada, there's Muscovich. I don't know. There might be a Zhiguli. Uh, doesn't sound like small elephant, it sounds kind of funny though. And uh, in Russian, it's Nazrovia, which a lot of people know, to your health. So just to recap, in English, we say cheers or to your health. In Irish, slonja. 
which translates as to your health. In Russian, Nazdarovia, to your health. In Serbo-Croat, Zhiguli. I don't know if that means to your health. I know a few other words in Serbo-Croat, but I'm pretty sure they're all profane. Well, I know volinte is I love you, I think, and molinte is please. I hope I'm not mixing them up. Volinte, molinte. Uh, anything else I know is profane, is rude, vulgar. When I was in my 20s, I thought there was nothing more important than learning vulgar expressions in other languages or dialects. Um, nowadays, my late 40s, I think it's less important, but I wouldn't say it's unimportant, completely unimportant. It's just not, it's not up there on my uh, hierarchy of needs, Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. Or is it Laszlo? We, sounds like Sean Connery. We say Laszlo anyway. Hierarchy of needs. This is turning into a nice little lesson today. Starts with what's the top of the ladder you need? Food and water. After that, shelter. I can't remember. Then after, you know, once you meet certain needs, you get a, um, you know, love and tenderness, kids or whatever. But, I'm just wondering where learning profane, learning vulgar expressions in other languages fits in. I mean, in my ladder, it's um, shockingly high up, I think. As I said, it's moved down a bit, but it's still, I mean, it's not even on most people's ladder hierarchy of needs, but it's, it's, it's on mine. When I made a film years ago called Erevo, which was in Irish, my friend Anthony, here we go, needy Anthony gets a mention again. My friend who was disturbed not to be mentioned in my podcast, so I did a whole, I attempted to do a whole podcast about him. Ended up talking more about Serena Williams, but still mentioned his name a few times. So Anthony was sound editor on my film, Hairville. He did a great job. We used to put in Morse code sounds and. Uh, for any time you saw exterior buildings, we put in some Morse code, which he used. I believe he used a, um, what's that instrument? The Doctor Who instrument. You know, I'm gonna take off my t-shirt. Steady on, ladies. Um, oh, I gotta take off my headphones to do that. Oh my God, I've just changed the video. Oh, I hit a button on the bloody headphones. I'm gonna have fun syncing this up, that's for sure. So anyway. What was I talking about? I was trying to take my t-shirt off, yeah. Let's not try that again. Ladies. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I hear somebody talking or singing. And let's check my Google Fit heart points. 
I don't feel like going faster than 4K now. I only need 40 more hard points this week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Totally doable. Okay. I'm hearing some wind here in my ears. I ain't touching my headphones again, that's for sure. So, I totally lost my train of thought when, when I reset the video. And, uh... I, uh, I think I'm okay now. I think I'm back up to speed. I was talking about something. Those um, diet ads on TV was one thing I was trying to talk about. And uh, I uh, don't know. They just nowadays they make it sound easy. Hey, we just send you this stuff. Cram this stuff down your gob, and next thing you know, you lose weight. On the new mad, this guy is saying, oh, uh, I, I eat candy for a living, and I lost weight. They're just making it sound so easy, you know? Just pay a fortune to Noom or whatever, and eat, eat all the crap they send you, or whatever. Then I heard something on the radio the other day. Some guy did some study to say, the more you exercise, you don't lose weight. Great. I mean, the general consensus is eat less, move more. I'm beginning to think the eat less thing is the bigger one. And, oh, my phone just fell down the leg of my skinny uh, sweatpants. Skinny, shiny sweatpants is probably a name for that. And it's stuck at the bottom, it's bouncing around my ankle. And uh, I could not be bothered taking it out. I don't know how it's going to affect my heart count, step count, whatever. And not only that, I don't care. Wow, I'm such a rebel. So, well, let's see, 20 minutes to go on the treadmill and on the walk, yeah, about 22. So I probably am covering a couple of minutes extra. That's okay. So, um, wow, I've really lost my, not just my train of thought, but my uh, mojo. Let me, let me sort out this phone situation. Uh, actually, I'll just stop the train for a second. Okay. And I'll uh, get the phone out. Don't go anywhere. Uh, great. Yeah. Okay, let me start again. Oops. So, um, Noom and diet ads. I have nothing to say about them. Okay, let's get back up to four kilometers an hour. I look at my notes again. I'm struggling today, definitely. I had a feeling I had a couple of good days that where I was on form and Maybe a bit funny, maybe a bit deep, maybe totally delusional. What else is on my list? Z versus Z. Hmm. Uh, film noir, ayahuasca, alter by anecdotes. They're all funny, by the way, surprisingly. Uh, Vision Quest, Afterlife. 
No, not the Ricky Gervais TV show, which passes for deep nowadays. That's how low things have gone. There's a film called Afterlife, Japanese film from, I think, the 90s. That's the one I want to talk about, but maybe I'll watch it again before talking about it. Back to the top of the list. Happy Clappy Atheist, Noom. Aliens listening to my podcast a thousand years from now. Ah, I'll leave that for the moment. Crosswords versus heroin. Oh, yeah. Drugstore cowboy. The art of loving man's search for meaning. Oh, let's see what I can get out of that. How did I come up with crosswords versus heroin? Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. I was talking about something and I came up with the phrase pointless yet addictive can't even remember what I was talking about. But then I laughed. I thought, yeah, I, you know, I think lots of... I don't think pointless and addictive are opposite ends of the spectrum. And then I was... If it was that easy, you could just say, you know, do a heroin addict. I say, old chap, you do realise it's pointless exercise. And he'd go, oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was pointful. Is that the opposite of pointless? And you say, no, try, um, here, do a crossword instead. I think you'll find that pretty pointful. Then the heroin addict does a crossword and says, oh, this is passes the time and, and it's not pointless. I don't need to do heroin anymore. It was funny in my head yesterday, okay? <laughs> Everything's funny in my head. Or deep. Everything in my head is either really funny or really deep. Between my head and my mouth, which isn't a long distance, things sometimes go go wrong. The the translation from thought to word, somehow things fall apart. So, you know, don't blame me. As I said, someday they'll invent quantum computers, which will explain to you all exactly how intelligent and hilarious and deep I am. Until that moment, bear with me. Okay, BK catching up on a couple of people here. Um, looks like he'll overtake them shortly. Bit of drama, pole position. Way. So, yeah. Today, and now I'm just hanging in there after resetting my video. And also, just tired and hungry. <laughs> uh, whatever viewers or listeners I have are... Sorry, guys. I, uh, I'm the guy in the movie, you say, leave me here with a canteen of water, bottle of water and, and a gun. Although, as I said before in a previous podcast... If I was the guy leaving him behind, I'd say, we're not giving you the last of our water because you're going to die anyway, but we'll give you a gun, all right, to shoot the bad guys. Like, I know it seems like a nice idea, leaving him the water and the gun, but when you kind of think about it, on a practical level, that's a waste of water. Like, if they were leaving it with me, well, actually, no, I'd take it. <laughs> I'd be thinking, God, they're idiots. They're leaving me the water. Now, what a waste, but I'd, I'd probably take it. I just think if they don't know that, it's their problem. I hear some talking here. 
Let's see, can I identify the language? Uh, I think it's Spanish. I'm not trying too hard. So, uh, they're not letting him pass. They're blocking his way. Oh, they're crafty. This is like, yeah, Formula One Camino. They're just completely blocking his way. He's going to have to do something daring like Ayrton Senna. Now, there is a great documentary, Senna. Like, for someone like me who is not at all interested in Formula One, mainly because it just looks really slow on TV. Uh, so I find it boring to watch. And if I was in a Formula One car, I would be scared out of my wits. So either, neither of those options are appealing to me. I'd either be bored to death or scared to death or crash to death. That's a great documentary though, Ayrton Senna. And actually, faith is a big thing in the documentary, both faith in himself as a driver, but also in what he would call God, the higher power. That's the, the second time I saw it, I saw it in the cinema and I saw it on TV maybe a year or two ago. And I realized, wow, the faith thing is really pronounced in that, right to the end, from start to end. I like those topics. They even had the last quote that he read in the Bible before going out to race that day. It was pretty kind of prophetic, I think. Don't want to lose my atheist. Hang in there, guys. I'm uh, staying firmly on the fence. Oh, it could all be a load of codology. A load of absolute bonkers. Not bonkers. That's not a noun. Oh, a load of nonsense. As uh, as uh, Ricky Gervais put those words into Penelope Wilton, isn't that her name, into her mouth, in his uh, allegedly deep afterlife, where she's telling him not to be a dick, and she's saying, oh, no, it's not, I he said, is it God? Oh, I don't believe in that's a load of nonsense, she said. It didn't improve the story in any way, or her character, her saying that, when Camino, but it was important for old Ricky to crowbar his belief into it in the same way that Christians might crowbar their belief into a corny Christian movie. Anyway, people think it's deep and funny because that's the level we've sunk to nowadays. Scorsese, Martin Scorsese wrote a great piece recently in Harper's on just streaming and how culture has just been totally devalued. And uh, not, I'm sure people care more what he thinks, but I would concur. And I would evidence, exhibit a afterlife, the film from the 90s, compared to Ricky Gervais' TV show, Afterlife. That is the level from the height we have come from to the depths we've sunk to. <laughs> He said arrogantly. Ah, that's what I feel. Afterlife, yeah. But let's not even talk about Ricky Gervais. I, I was with it for a while, season one. I think I was being patient. And that Penelope Wilton line, I thought, you know what? F this. 
Overtaken, we're in pole position. Somewhere between between Uterga and Puente la Reina. I can pronounce my oars when they're extreme. I can't do the subtle oars, but I don't go full W either. I'm somewhere in between. Uh, Self-conscious about it because I'm broadcasting my voice here to the aliens who discovered this a thousand years from now. Maybe they struggled with their oars as well, I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't think I have too long to go. 12 minutes, I've probably done more. I've done a bit more than I need to. Yeah, they're speaking Spanish. It's not so much the words that I understand, it's the kind of the accent and the intonation. Could be wrong, but I'm not Spanish. Definitely not Italian. Met some guys somewhere along the Camino, some older guys in a hostel. We were all sitting around a dinner table having a lovely meal. They were singing these songs and kind of traditional Spanish songs, but the word Franco came up a few times. I can only assume it was himself, Generalissimo Franco. Is that what they called them? Generalissimo. Uh, kind of, I was kind of surprised. Mm, semi-shocked. I mean, more surprised than shocked. Maybe they were singing them ironically. I don't know. They seemed like nice enough men. Uh, I was just... I just thought that would be something he wouldn't sing in public, but what do I know? So we're going through a suburb now. Some big looking houses here. Not really seeing many people out and about though. That's the thing I noticed in a lot of places on the Camino. Um, I'm struggling to say anything now for the last 10 minutes. I'm... Some of you will be relieved to know I'm not trying to be funny. I've no wacky stories. It just, I think I feel blood, blood sugar slump. So, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, if you, uh, heroin is pointless, yet addictive. But all you need to do is replace it with a crossword, which has a point, apparently. And it's also addictive in a good way. That's my little lesson. I hope that helps people out there. I really, I don't want to minimize um, serious addiction though. It's, uh, it's not a nice cross to bear. I think we all have a burden of some sort to shoulder a cross, as they say. And uh, lots of us are addicted to lots of things that are not that are more acceptable than heroin or you know, excessive alcohol intake. Actually, in Ireland, the latter is... Um, we, we, we set the bar pretty high. In America, the bar for calling yourself an alcoholic is pretty low. In Ireland, it's, it's really high. You really only call yourself an alcoholic if, if you kind of, I don't know, nearly die 
from drinking. I think if you have to have your liver liver transplant, then they're like, yeah, maybe you should cut back. I'm exaggerating, just a little. So uh, if anyone's listening, I hope you can uh, help me get through these next few minutes. <laughs> Don't feel like joking, and I have nothing deep to say. But that's part of the Camino. It's part of life. Ooh, was that deep? <laughs> ah, who knows? Who cares? Deep is overrated. Shallow is where it's at. Shallow or just, you know, up to your neck in water. That's somewhere between shallow and neck high. I think that's where it's at. Yeah. You can quote me on that, it's official. Deep is so 20, uh, so 2018. Take some more water. As you can see, large chunks of the Camino, like here when you're on a slightly bigger road, not a whole lot of interest to see, not many people around. The drudgery is the one thing you can't train for, but then one minute it can feel like drudgery, another minute something clicks in your head and you're like, it's like meditation or something, you're just in the zone and that piece. Uh, I'm not feeling that now, here on my treadmill, but I think I'm just feeling a little weak, like I need food and a little down. Not majorly, just, you know, just every day down. Which could be just the blood sugar thing. And could be just, I suppose, my colleague's father dying. Who, I didn't know him or anything, but just things that remind you about death. Also, bring your focus back to life and um, the need to do what we can with each day without making that another burden either. You know, the burden of achievement. So much emphasis nowadays on overachievement. It's exhausting, even just listening to it, I find exhausting. It's like, do your best and try and be loving and compassionate. And you won't always succeed at that either. Don't make that another burden. We all end up being assholes every so often. And if you think that's not you, okay. I either say well done or uh, you're in denial. I don't know. I'm not an expert on that or anything. What am I an expert on? I'm an expert. By the end of this, I'll be an expert on doing Camino on a treadmill. That I'd be the go-to guy for that. They say, oh yeah, you want to do Camino on a treadmill? I know just the guy for you. Yeah, James Finland. You want to do a podcast about it? Oh yeah, he's the guy. He'll tell you everything you need to know. Form a line though, he's kind of busy. Form an orderly queue. How are we doing here time-wise? About five minutes. And I'm not gonna try, I'm not gonna look at my notes. I'm just gonna walk. 
can walk along with me if you're listening to this, I'm walking. I think people could watch this on YouTube. I feel you'd have to be on a treadmill yourself or an exercise bike or something. You could have it on, I suppose, on a computer off while you're working and you're listening to it and just glancing. Possibly, though, the best way is to listen to the podcast of this while you're walking. I don't know. Maybe there's no good way. It's not for me to say. But if you were walking along, um, if you are walking along to it right now when you're listening to I've said before, there is a theory that all time exists at once. It means we're walking together, so. Um, like the, the length of our lives, say if you live 80 years, the length of your life from start to finish in this thing we call linear time is way less is less than the time it takes for the light for distant stars to reach our eyes, assuming it's more than 80 light years away. I get all mixed up in those times. I think, yeah, maybe it's the nearest galaxy is 45 light years away. Is that it? I don't know. Either way, the past, we're looking out into the past when we look at those stars and some of them with uh, some of them, the light is reaching us that set out from before we were born. Or uh, I'm trying to make a sentence out of this thought and uh, I'm just gonna leave it hanging there. I'm just waiting to get to the end. I'm tempted to order a takeout now instead of cooking a meal, but I've gotta watch my diet. <laughs> I gotta do Noom or something get them to send me all this food that makes me thin. Well, I don't think Noom do that, but some of them do that. Send you all this, say, shove this into your mouth. It's all you have to do. That sounds like my kind of diet. Probably tastes awful though. I got this stuff once, I won't say the brand name, some powder, you mix it up. I talked about it before here, I think you can knock it back. It tastes like sand. It's just completely constipated me, that's what happened to me. But they show in the ad, you know, you know these slick videos that make some hipster guy. It's like, yeah, you work hard, you play hard, you don't have time to eat. Knock this crap back and you got all the nutrients you want. Oh man, it really, I think I was a bit depressed at the time. So I thought, okay, I don't have to cook, that's handy. But it just made me more depressed and constipated, so. That particular product, I don't, I don't think they'll be sponsoring me. Maybe it works for some people. I don't know. How are we doing? It's getting dark. Well, of course, I've got my sad lamp in front of me, but it is it's getting darker for uh, in Spain here for UK. Um, okay, I got 30 minutes seconds to go here and my treadmill says that was 60 minutes oh. maybe I've instead of walking too much I've walked too little with that bit where my video stopped I don't care 
this just means maybe I should walk another two minutes. I might wait till my treadmill gets to 4.4 kilometers. No, I won't. Will I? <laughs> I will, I won't, who knows. She loves me, she loves me not. <laughs> yeah. I'll walk, I'll walk not, okay. Uh, see. Three hours, uh, we've hit three hours on the video. Uh, maybe I'll just walk a little more now. Yeah. Why not? I'll walk to 4.4 kilometers on my treadmill. I've hit 62 minutes. Good. It's good. It's nice to hear a happy voice. Sometimes it can cheer one up. Other times, not. <laughs> I like it. Kids playing in a playground. Normally. I don't know if it always cheers me up. It's just something so, like, as I said, when you're on the Camino and you hear it, it's like an international sound of life. Not even happiness. Because some of them are crying probably but yeah but it's just pure life isn't it so okay i'm coming up to 4.4 kilometers on the treadmill so i'm about to wrap it up so uh see you tomorrow hopefully no technical glitches tomorrow buen camino uh, god bless and uh send out love and prayers to those who have lost someone recently